This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast with your host, me, Valerie Moss. And today's show is part of the Valerie series, which is about Valerie's or Val's or Valley's or whatever these amazing women go by. In this series, I'm combing through the Jennifers, Michelles, and Kathys, looking for the vivacious, tenacious, and dubious Valerie's. Are you a Valerie? Get in touch with me. Do you know a Valerie? Tell her to connect. I'm looking for the common thread. Welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast with your host, me, Valerie Moss. This show is about reviews, interviews, and my daily views. It's a story podcast about my life in Calgary, whatever, whenever. This show drops every Tuesday. Follow me on Instagram at Valerie J. Moss, Pinterest, at VJ Moss, and Facebook at Valerie's Variety Pod. I had the privilege of interviewing Valerie Musco, or Flexual, as she goes by with her socials. I found her through Instagram, and like me, she doesn't know any Valerie's. She's kind. She cares about the environment and does her part. She's collected over a hundred shark teeth. She's scared of freshwater lakes. She's a Sagittarius, and she's never left South Florida. Enjoy our banter. At times, she gives me the chills with her good vibes that I feel right through the microphone. She loves to love and gives back. She believes. This is part one of a three-part episode. I hope you enjoy it and come back to learn more about the Valerie's. And what's your name? Valerie Musco. Valerie Musco? Yeah. And my name is Valerie Moss. Nice to have you here today. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, nice to have you on the show, Valerie. <laughs> So I started to do this Valerie segment podcast because I never run into Valerie's in my daily life or even in my work life. And so I wanted to kind of find out why there's so few of us and if there's something that connects us together. 
I love it, and I love our name, and I love that it is rare, and I also love that there's like 11 or 12 songs featuring the name Valerie. Oh my god, so tell me about this. This is so funny. <laughs> when uh, you told me about this on Instagram, I was like, holy, you are in on the Valerie. Well, it's okay. I'm also a Sagittarius, which means I'm, you know, a little into myself, but, you know, in a, in a, in a funny way. So I don't know how, but I looked up Valerie songs online one day and on Wikipedia there was a whole list and the other night I was uh, talking to my new gentleman friend and he said he was listening to a song uh, uh, called Valerie and I was like oh which one and I sent him a screenshot of the Wikipedia of all the songs (laughs) and he was like oh my god I don't even know and then I made him listen to the Steve Winwood song and he was like, oh, my mom used to listen to this when I was a kid. And I was like, yeah, it's still good. <laughs> it's still good. Yeah, they're pretty timeless, some of those. So where did your name come from? Who named you? I, my parents did. I don't really understand where they got the name, but I know that my mother regrets giving me the middle name, Anne. She was like, we could have done so much better. And, um, and one year I was thinking about like legally changing it for her birthday, but I was going to mm-hmm. pick like something like a rapper name for my middle name. But I, not, I, I just couldn't really decide on anything. I'd probably just go with Anne. Is it yeah. Anne with an E? No, no. no. But, you know, like that's a, but another thing is like on social media, I don't put my real name because people are, I don't know. I, I like have, I, I like not having much of a, a trace because I work with I work with geriatrics okay I I, uh, I also own a pet care company and you know I don't want people to like see my posts which are I mean I'm I'm I I post some you're a little edgy on some of them but I mean well and I am an amazing caregiver and I'm like so good with people's animals and uh so I just like to not have much of a a trail behind me in case anyone is like you know thrown off but um yeah are you drinking um i am just i I actually don't normally drink but i'm having a little vodka cranberry you are are you that nervous i was yeah but i I, i'm only stirring it i'm not even sipping it i I will stop though sorry about that no it's fine because i I just poured myself an iced tea so i'm like hmm i wonder what she's drinking normally it's all water all water I want to know about, are you, okay, so are you a Val or a Valerie? I am generally a Valerie. There are some people that say Val and it sounds okay and there's some people who say it and I'm just like, ooh, no. (laughs) Oh, I'm so with you. I'm a Valerie too. Yes. My family sometimes calls me Valley, which is like Valley girl, but I'm a Valerie. Hmm. Well, Same yeah, my... at work. Some people call me Val, and I'm like, hmm, okay, today you're going to get away with that, but. <laughs> it's, like, hard to be like, no, don't, no, don't say that. Yeah, because but... it's not like they're calling you something else. They're yeah. just shortening your name. Um, my I, the, I have, like, this, like, Halloween Viking helmet that I sometimes just wear randomly because I like doing dumb stuff because I'm 37. And, um... <laughs> The, the guy I've been seeing though, like I told him about how I have worked in and like work in, in hospice. I've been with two people as they've passed away. Like I've, I'm, oh wow, I'm very much into the hospice and palliative care. And so he started calling me his Valkyrie, 
and I kind of love that, but I would I love that. Uh, I know. He was like, how's my angel of death today? And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, that, that's kind of cute and endearing in an odd way. Very. I mean, it is very than, nice. I mean, he tried calling me babe and I was like, no, I'm not a babe couple person. Like I always make fun of them. Like, babe, hey, babe, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm with you. So I always see your post. You're always, you're so passionate about cleaning up, cleaning up the ocean and cleaning up the beaches and just reflecting on that. Tell me what your passion is around that. I've been snorkeling for about 10 years now. And I mean, I've lived in Florida my entire life, but I was always a little freaked out by the ocean because I didn't have a mask. I could not see what was around me. The unknown is much scarier than what's really there. And what's really there is so beautiful and so magical and so, I mean, it is my favorite place to be in the world is underwater. Like the only things I'm scared of in the ocean are jelly things. And um, yes, like I used to always be like looking over my shoulder, like there's going to be a shark there, but they don't want anything to do with us. People mm-hmm. pay a lot. People pay a lot of money to go far out into international waters, chum the water, and then bring sharks in so they can swim with them. That's like that's the only way you get sharks, you know. Mm-hmm. So w- I also started beach combing, and if you know, I, I wanted to find a shark tooth, and I've found like at least 130 at this point, which is crazy. And um, but while I was beach combing, I found a plastic bag in the sand one day and then I realized how much more trash was around and I started filling up the bag and it has become like an obsessive thing every single time I'm at the beach I pick up trash even if it's just you know there's groups that are called like the two minute beach cleanup the two minute litter pick and it's just like hey if you can at least just take two minutes you're making some difference instead of just stepping over the trash and I haven't done a whole lot like I've used a reusable bottle for years and years and years. Like I, I can, I, you know, that's, that's one thing, but now I'm starting to understand that our recycling doesn't get really recycled, that we need to start re- refusing the single use plastic. And that is really difficult to do because everything is so conveniently packaged in stores or, you know, you get takeout and it's in plastic or styrofoam. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of like, lifestyle changes that I'm trying to make but it's kind of a slow process and I don't want to overwhelm myself but rather than focus on how much bad stuff there is out there every single day I see amazing people and organizations making positive changes and differences and countries changing their policies like Canada I mean you guys I think uh, the Prime Minister just by 2021 they're supposed to be um almost no single-use plastic it's like every single day there's something beautiful happening to change this it's definitely in the right direction that's for sure I know even if I go into a grocery store I'm not as um obsessed as you are maybe with the single use but I am reflective of it and when I go into a grocery store if I only have a couple of things I just refuse a bag or I'll turn around and go home and grab my reusable bags before I get groceries. I hate grocery bags. I, I mean, see, my 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 little see, I, I've been doing the reusable bags too. And if I forget one, I just buy another one because whatever. I end up using them for everything. But my cat's litter boxes. 
plastic okay bags. yeah so what do you do with that plastic bags i use plastic bags i haven't oh. that solution yet there so actually, there is there actually, a lot there's a company called bio bags i use i for my pet care company i use their biodegradable poop bags and yeah. they're they're awesome quality like they're better than the, the cheap plastic ones and um and and they have a bio bag also makes like compostable bags so i'm trying to figure out what to do next for that so and, do you use the bio bags in your litter bin no, no, okay. I haven't yet. They're too small. The poop bags are okay. too small. But I'm, I'm, more, I'm, I'm figuring it out. You know, it's. I'm gonna have to like invest in a few products, I think, to uh, be able to start really making the changes. But I don't know. I think if we all just do little baby steps, that's 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 and good. just even one thing at a time, right? So if Exa you choose exactly. not to have that bag one time, like it's a huge difference. Yeah. Like I say to people all the time, keep your bags. I don't want them. Yeah. Well, I have one of my, I live in a 55 and up uh, condo and uh, one of my neighbors that I help, she gives me like a plastic bag full of plastic bags that she gets at the grocery store. And I'm like, well, I got oh, boxes, so I'll <laughs> use them. But sometimes I pass by, we have like outside our grocery stores, there are recycling, um, they're recycling bins for the plastic bags and I right. see those things overflowing like piles of bags outside of the, the things and um, I don't know what happens to them I really I don't know either I don't know if that's truthful like if it's really a recycling program or if it's just to make people like us feel better that you're contributing back to a recycling program I don't know that's what like balloons blow <laughs> is one of my absolute favorite organizations and they're like their main cause was to stop balloon releases and stop the use of balloons because well balloons... i saw i saw your post about was it nascar or something and how they release like a hundred thousand balloons or something every it's the indy 500 indy and 39,000 39, balloons every year and Balloons Blow had a commercial that they had funded by a wildlife organization. They tried to put up billboards. Those were taken down because the indie people said that that was, um, that it was like some kind of like hate speech or something. Like those people, right. need, it's like they need that balloon release for some reason. That's their big kickoff or whatever, right? Yes. But here in South Florida, a lot of these beaches that we have, they have banned balloons on them, but people still bring them out. The lifeguards don't do anything. Um, it, it, it's a process. I, I really, but balloons blow, um, like they're, they're, I'm learning a lot in, as far as like their activism goes about the recycling and all that. But like, I don't like to get into all that because I feel like it starts to weigh on you too much or. Oh, you know, it'll just totally crush us if we think about how toxic it is and where it ends up and definitely, but uh, making a difference one step at a time. And then those small bites is exactly what we have to do. One of my best friends is one of those diehard activists who turns everything into some kind of accusation about why everyone needs to be apologizing to everybody else about everything. And I'm just like, oh, my God, how are you even do you have any happiness in your life at all? <laughs> right. He's just like, sucked in. I, oh, 
or she or whatever yeah i mean she and she wants so badly for good things to happen but it's like the more she gets into it the the harder things are on her and the more triggered she is by everything and i don't want to be like that so my method is i'm going to share information i'm going to share the positive things and everybody else can make their own decisions because i'm certainly not able to change anybody's mind you know and i'm not that's not Mm -hmm. my that's not my job yeah, but spreading a little positivity and making a better choice once in a while and not having that, you know, non-reusable item is better. Exactly. So how would somebody describe you? Oh, Lord, I've been wondering that my entire life. <laughs> they say uh, you're outgoing or shy. I don't think you're shy, but would they say that you're a cat person? You have a cat and a dog, don't you, Valerie? I have two cats. I grew okay. up. I grew up in a house with uh, cats and dogs, and I always thought that I would have dogs at this point in my life. But I find it to be, I, it's it's too much, and that's part of why I started the pet care company. You know, I, I my best friend that I took care of for six years died two years ago when she was ninety three, and it was so heavy that I was like, I need something else. So I started the pet care. Oh my gosh, ninety three. Hey. Oh, she was amazing. Oh, she we was... just we just buried our 99 year old grandma on oh. Saturday. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry, but God bless and, uh, her. Journey. Crazy, hey? And she died just in her sleep, just old and happy, and like it was amazing. You mm. can't ask for better than that. I know, right? It's when wow. you when you bury your friends that are 40. That's that's the hard ones. I I have a different kind of view on death. It's weird. It's like since my grandmother was in hospice for a month, we were there every day with her and I don't know. Like I used to be such a selfish person. Like I had my tubes tied when I was 20. Wow. Yeah, that one I'd love to talk about that. <laughs> but maybe um, on another show. We'll yeah. see how it goes. <laughs> um but I was like, I don't want to take care of anybody. I don't want kids. I don't want to do anything for anybody. I want to just be myself and blah. And I had a very like miserable sort of 20s. You know, I was in college for political science. And I so after you had this surgery, well, you were in college. No, um, no, I wasn't even in school yet. I just like, really, oh, okay. but like, after, you know, when I was in my 20s, I, I was yeah. in, in college Political science turned out to just be miserable because everybody was so mean. And I wound up doing a medical withdrawal and getting on an antidepressant. And I was really lost with my life. I didn't know what I was going to do. And then my grandmother's uh, lymphoma got really bad and she had to be hospitalized. And my grandfather was alone. And I was basically like, I was, I was like, I was like homeless, but like living in my mom's office, basically. Okay. And, and my my dad called me and he said, Grandpa needs somebody with him and you need to go stay with him. And I was like, oh, God, I don't want to do this. But I went and the first couple of days were very awkward. And then he had a diaper mishap and I sat at the table for a minute and I was like, nobody else is going to deal with this. I have to do it. And it was like at that moment, it was like my entire soul changed. I flipped into this caregiver mode that I must have gotten from my mother. She's a, she's an RN. She always took care of people. She's an amazing person. And mm. 
I finally found that I had a reason to exist and it was to help others. It was the complete opposite of everything I ever thought. And I was like, I'm never going to change diapers. And then all of a sudden I'm changing my grandpa's diapers in the middle of the wow. night, you know, and I just, I had to laugh because I was like, this is God's sense of humor on me right now. <laughs> but totally also, you just gave me the chills. It, I, I have them too. I mean, it's like, I, I never expected that. And all I ever wanted to do is help now. Wow. That's so great. So what did you think of part one? Are you interested in learning more about Valerie Musco or Valerie Fuxuel? She's a very, very interesting person. She's got an old soul and wants to give back. So we'll fill you in next week on another part of this three-part series. Part two was coming out next week. Thanks, everybody. The show is produced by me, Valerie Moss. The theme music is written and produced by Jason Schnell. Artwork for this particular episode was developed with the help from Valerie Fuxual and her wealth of available photos off Instagram. Reach out to her, say hi from me, and pick up that extra piece of garbage. Reuse your water bottle and take care of the environment. Do you know a Valerie or are you a Valerie? If you know one, tell her about me. If you are one, reach out to me. I want to get to know you. We might drink wine together, red or white. Or have tea. Do you like London fogs? Or just hang out and become more acquainted. I've had so much fun and interest into this right from early on. So thank you to all the Valeries. I cannot wait to learn more. Leave me a comment, a rating on iTunes, and stay tuned. We have some great shows coming up. Talk to you next Tuesday. My name is Valerie Musco, and I'm listening from West Palm Beach, Florida.